Hey everybody, this is Dave. Before we get to this episode, I just want to ask you if you could, uh, wherever you found us, if you give us a quick rate and review, that would be great. It is a huge help to us and we'd really appreciate it. So thank you very much. We put a lot of work into these episodes and we'd just like people to be like, good job. Good job, y'all. Anyways, enjoy the episode. We'd like to thank the following Patreon donors. Stevedore 2, Christopher Durback, Warren Cummins, Dr. Gerd Hauser, Daniel Andrelick, Daniel Allardyce, Thrandul, David Miller, Mick N., Craig Quayley, Gordon D. Duke, and Sky Ark. You're all going to be part of the team-building montage, and it's going to take up the entire episode. No, no, I called you fucking white trash. I called the woman gutter rat. Oh, yeah, okay, that's not right. Not helping your case there, bud. Like, I should not have done what I did, <laughs> but you also all know how I feel about that. <laughs> I mean, Nobody's totally surprised. worth it. Yeah, yeah, no. totally surprised. worth it. Yeah. Oh. I feel bad for docs. They're like, okay, these are just, these are just a bunch of EMTs, it's nothing, and they don't realize they have an ex elvish high name, <laughs> a dark wagon fugitive. Yeah. Catalina's just great. Yeah. And a, oh, a former street racer. Right? Yeah. Like, holy shit. Where the fuck is Charlie? My recommendation get out while you can. And join the winning team. Can I go, or are you still having? Me uh, yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, okay, let's I'll let you a little... see because this will maybe reduce the amount of rolls I have to make. This. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then what I want to do is use animate and try to uh, push roll a nearby dumpster right into the middle of the road. Okay. Roll it. All right. One, two, three, four successes. Okay. Yeah. You take a dumpster and you throw it in front of one of the vans and it sideswipes it and turns. And in racing, in Shadowrun racing, basically, it goes one spot back. Mm-hmm. So you now only have to worry about two cars unless the third one really fucking nails the driving roll and catches okay. up. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Ekaterina, you're more than welcome to throw Antoine as a distraction, but making this kind of a moot point. <laughs> it's tempting, but no, I will. Uh, I'll stay the patient. Oh, okay, great. And uh, I need to. And also, just uh, real quick, you can have dialogue with Antoine. You do kind of <laughs> have him over a barrel. I do. Yeah. If we had a proper budget, we wouldn't need to use a barrel as a fucking scratcher. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, I've got nothing. So go ahead, do more okay. driving. All right. So just another driving check. All right, remove one die, though, because oh. it's a second roll. Oh, okay. I'll just re roll. I mean, that. <laughs> uh, I didn't even see what that was. I don't know. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four. You got it. Five. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. You got it. And then one more? Yep. So remove one more die. Well, I really need to make this roll, so mm -hmm. I'm going to use an edge. They got five, so... So you might want to. All right, uh, so that edge. Way, in that case, yeah, so all of those dice plus your total uh, edge rating, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then six explode. Sixes explode. And four, five, and sixes. Yep. Yeah, now, and you guys, this is in four, five, and six. Okay. Uh, one, okay. two, Okay, I can already see this four, is not going to work out. <laughs> five, six, seven, eight. Eight plus nine ten. Oh. I feel bad for Doc. They're like, okay, these are just <laughs> these are just a bunch of EMTs. That's nothing, and they don't realize they have an ex Elvish high main, <laughs> <laughs> a Doc wagon fugitive. Yeah. Catalina's just great, yeah. <laughs> and a, oh, a former street racer. Right? Yeah, like holy shit. <laughs> so what you do is you take a huge risk. And you intentionally hit the biggest fucking pothole you can, which, though it wrenches the underside of the, the chassis, it pops the entire van up, and all of the fire towards your tires just goes underneath the entire van <laughs> while you're in the air, and then you land completely safe. Nice. Oh, yeah. All right. And you race towards the opening of the opening bridge. Going to need one more roll. This is going to be a difficulty six because you are hauling a busted tire. You are hauling one, two, three, four, five people. Ekaterina is extremely heavy and you are trying not to die. <laughs> oh, and you're going up because there's a, there's a bridge yeah. jump. Yeah. Another, I'm using another edge. Okay. As I'm activating, as I'm turning up the, uh, the, the song, uh, mm -hmm. the volume. Yep. <laughs> okay, so as, as we're going over the air, I very much want to send a data spike down to the bridge mechanism so they can't bring it back down. Do it. Roll it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, for those of you in Daki, Katarina, Lenny, and uh, Hiato, you're in the air. There is a moment where you wonder if this is what it's like to perform your duties in zero G because everything lifts up into the uh, into the air and just floats there for a second. Except for Lenny, you are horrified because you know all of the sensors all over yeah, the but car. But also, I, I, I feel none of them, but the numbers are all over the place. <laughs> yes, and oh. you see the Puget Sound, you see the water underneath you as you careen over the gap and also, land. I'm, I'm fully in the matrix so I'm seeing this all at like 10,000 frames a second. <laughs> so I get I get some real time to really appreciate what we're doing here. Alright, and you land and race off towards the Redmond Barons as you hear squealing and then in the distance And yeah, there's an explosion on the on the full like data spike on that bridge, and it is up. Yeah, fuck traffic, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs>
all right. And you race off to the Redmond Barons and you arrive later on that night to the old diner. Yeah, we're pulling in and I'm uh, parking behind the diner uh, where, you know, all the dumpsters would be if they had dumpsters and haven't been like taken o- taken and used for housing by someone else mm-hmm. long ago. Yep. Um, and yeah, we're we're just bringing the guy into the right into the middle of the like laying him on the island. Yep. The, the kitchen mm-hmm. island in the back. Mm-hmm. Luckily, nobody can see the, our, our vehicle behind the van uh, behind the diner. They can only see like the plumes of smoke and and various other stuff coming off of the poor vehicle. Oh yeah, no, I had to overclock it, uh, which means it is not. It is. Oh, you're gonna have to fix some shit up. Yeah, both of you are gonna have yeah, to. Yeah, well, we're not we're not going anywhere for. I mean, it's. I am now terrified. I'm like, just from the comms, it's like, it's all right, I, I can stay here a while. Yeah, y'all y'all go in. Okay, I'm uh, terrified of leaving because leaving is gonna make yeah. me roll scorch. Ekaterina, you know his file. You know that when he jacks out of being all into the matrix. He gets some serious neurological damage. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I should not have done what I did, but you also all know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, totally surprised. worth it. Yeah, yeah. Totally surprised. worth it. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, I see what my role is. So, I might as well roll it. It's seven okay. dice versus, versus right. four. And as, uh, as should, four? should we be nearby just in case? I mean, yeah, no, worst case scenario, like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll glitch out for a bit. Like, it's just memory loss or blackouts or stuff. Right? <laughs> just just memory loss or blackouts. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, I rolled this, I failed, and I just went, no one needs what to happened. Be... <laughs> no one needs to be there with a crash cart to make sure you don't die. Uh, yeah. No, 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 not really. Not, not from now, what I'm seeing re- here. Not really? Okay. <laughs> uh, worth sacrificing everything, including your memories, your personality, your ability to remember things you for know. longer than five minutes. You, you know, know, fuck Doc Wag. Fuck Doc all right. Uh, so, uh, as for the rest of you, you are inside this uh, meeting area with Antoine. Ironically, the assistant to uh, the woman who met you here last time. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, just like kind of uh, with a little more force than necessary. Uh, we get him onto the the this table, this island. <gasps> Yeah, would you rather still be on the beach? No. Because uh, I can, I can, um, uh, I can re-break all those ribs. Are we in the hospital yet? Oh, we're not going to the hospital yet. We've been chased by Doc Wagon, which means you might not give a shit about the hospital, but if we raced right into the hospital, they would have sent some serious uh, trouble our way. Okay, but we're going soon, right? Oh, that depends on your answers. Where is the fucking information you took? Who took it? I'm assuming it's Doc Wagon, but fuck it. I don't know much. I'm just a gutter rat. Like you like to call me all that time. No, no, I called you fucking white trash. I called the woman gutter rat. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's not right. Not helping your case there, buddy. <sighs> I, uh, Katarina puts a hand on his chest. Uh, uh. Try again. I got handed it over to a subsidiary of Dark Wagon. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's not like you're doing anything with it anyways. Just saving goddamn gutter snipes and uh and do you have Seattle trash? What were you doing with it? Nothing. It's it's what no information harm, no foul. did you give him? Why would they want it? 
He took, uh, he just took, like, from what reminded me, he just took information about. Uh, he took general information about your treatments, uh, your methods of uh, how you go about being the saints, and also took the, uh, yeah. the helmet with you. So what? They want to know how to treat people with a fucking plastic bag and a used condom? No, 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 no. You don't understand. They wanted to know how many things that your people are exposed to. That you made it through. There are so many things off the books for SOS. You have no idea. The, the hospital. Where do you think they get the blood from to treat patients? That's not on the up and up. The, the supplies you use? The saline? All of that. It's either secondhand or stolen from the mob. Or from us. A lot of the... A lot of the blood... That's cadaver. It's not fresh. It's frozen. And then unfrozen and sold to you. A lot of it's synthetic. And the problem is... Somehow... The patients keep surviving. They're hoping that, that what this is supposed to be a liability case. Show us what we're exposing people to. Hopefully, shut us down that way. Since uh, no. apparently the numbers. No, we're using secondhand crap, and people are surviving. We're good, but what I know about the numbers of people that survive from the hospital? Yeah, pretty. I mean, for a semi-private hospital pretty good which is not great mm -hmm. yeah but for you it's good yeah, yeah for us it's good but considering where we get our supplies from mm -hmm. it should be much much worse mm -hmm. if what he's saying is true our numbers shouldn't be this good i mean we're good don't get me wrong we're very good at our job but a lot more people should be dying in our hospital they want to find out why what, you think there's some sort of, like, America juice that we're passing around in the fruit cocktail that we get for a dollar, a, a one new yen a piece? And when he says miracle juice, uh, Hiato, there's the faintest smile on Antoine's face. Like he said, some, like, word of the day, and then he just drops it. What do you know? What do you know about what? When, you said, when he said miracle juice, he had a smirk. And considering your ribs are still somewhat broken, I doubt it's you're a masochist. Ekaterina leans a little harder. Oh, fucking whiskey! Try again. How much do you guys remember about the Prophet of the Lord adventure? Uh, it was uh, their hands started twitching and going crazy and attacking themselves. After, because of a drink they were drinking. But then there was a cure that was the whiskey that the actual padre was drinking from a very specific cask yeah. and you injected it into each other which stopped the symptoms of you attacking each other the whiskey okay why are we talking about drinks and there's none in my hand the whiskey from the prophet of the lord what it was high brand stuff that <sighs> cured a disease that was making everyone insane <laughs> Brad was so fucking pissed when that happened. <laughs> whoa, 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 Brad? Brad, hey, 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 hey. I grab him by the nose and just 
twist. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Oh, oh, no. why? Brad, the dead Brad. What are you, a child? <laughs> oh, no, Brad. <laughs> He's supposed to be dead. You should have seen the look on his face when it turned out whiskey turned it all around. <laughs> that son of a bitch. I, I told him it's all in the technology, but no, he wanted to go for the biology. What? Okay. So you're telling me Brad has something to do with what happened with the prophet of the Lord. And you're also telling me, how did whiskey stop it in the first place? You must know that. Oh, no. And that's why we wanted your supplies. Maybe there's some sort of combination. Used blood, dead blood, some wit, some magic. Brad figured out how to turn mental illness into a weapon. But I said, no. It's the Matrix. It's the cars. It's the technology. I guess we saw how that worked out. Brad's got too much juice now. Dockwagon thinks he can pull it off. Magic. Serum. Imagine. A city full of people who can't control their bodies. Unless they have our cure. But you don't have the cure yet, do you? Brad went off the rails. He said that HMHVV was the next step. So you don't have a magic cure yet you decided to up it by turning everyone to fucking vampires? I just took the helmet. Uh, I just thought the controlling, the machines, the gear, things, the, the, the things that keep people alive, that was the answer. Keep it all under one person. Hey, you want your respirators working? Come to us. You want your IVs to drip? Come to us. Jesus Christ, Antoine. Everybody just tell you you're an insensitive prick. So I made a bet with Brad, and yeah, I've heard it. Made a bet with Brad, and I said, why don't we do things this way? The Lamonts keep that place going. If they were under our thumb, they took their money out. The good Catholics found, had a come-to-Jesus moment. Ah! And there was only one way to do that. So we rock, paper, <laughs> I said, put in a tracking device, add some cyber tech into the little girl, but fuck her through rock and I threw scissors. So he said, go with his idea. Send Karen. Who's Karen? The vampire. Vampire. The vampire. That was a dumb question. <laughs> worked like a charm. You infected a little girl. I didn't. I threw scissors. I punch him in the chest. <laughs> blood just blood. Oh, what happened to do no harm? Yeah, with the you, you, we missed that page a long time ago. <laughs> and it only applies to people. I punch him again. Hey, hey, we need him alive. Do we? Yeah, we do. Why? Yeah, you, you hear my voice come up from the speakers like, I've recorded the whole thing. Yeah, because 
What? What? what we gonna come in with guns drawn uh, and save the day like a bunch of I don't know fucking shadow runners? We need help here. We need to bring this shit to Samara. I'm sorry, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Samara, yeah. Samara. She's the one that had the kids saved. Yeah, most likely be in order to, I don't know, uh, hold that over the Lamonts, but at least she saved the kid. She's the one keeping the whole program alive. I don't know why. Seems like maybe she knows a little too much about this shit, but God, what, what am I supposed to do? What are we supposed to do with this information? Okay. This is what I say. First off, this is definitely above our pay grade. And I think we should give it to Samara. I don't know her motives, but I do know one thing. She runs a hospital that perhaps miraculously is curing more people than it should. But it's curing more people than it should of the type of people the rest of the corporations will give shit about. We can't... And there's a pause from Iyado as he realizes something. We can't betray the hospital. Now, all of you have Antoine there. Having an honest, adult, mm-hmm. professional discussion, peer-to-peer. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything else that you'd like to find that he might know about? Oh, yeah. Hey, Anton, I got one more question about you. Just don't punch me again. Oh, I won't. I won't. Um, I kick him. <laughs> <laughs> I elbow drop Antoine. <laughs> And I lean forward and I whisper to his ear, really, this loud, so everybody hear it. Where the fuck is Charlie? And how does he, in his whole disappearance, uh, get mixed into this whole fucked up conspiracy? Cut off the head. The body ties. Is he alive? Yeah. Where? Where do you think? He never made it to the plane. He's here? He's a dog wagon HQ. Shit. So now that's a little bit of a trouble because as soon as Doc Wagon figure out we know that much, he's good as dead. Flush the fucking flush the toilet. Wipe your hands clean. <laughs> as soon as we break him, it won't matter what your little hospital does. We'll have everything. Every note, every patient profile he's ever seen, every password. My recommendation, get out while you can and join the winning team. Knockout. All right. Um. Cat starts pacing in this room. I don't know how large it is, but it's too small for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she probably... Like, traverses it in like three steps and she's pacing like a caged lion at the zoo. Okay, so what what are our options? We talked to Samira. I, I don't know if I trust her, but I don't know what else to do. We are not made for this. And the worst part is they probably know who they're chasing. It's not like we don't hide the fact that we the fucking Omega Man. There's a is a giant Omega symbol on our van. So so right now where everybody, we're being, our homes are being watched. So, we need to decide right here, right now. Do we dump Antoine somewhere and just run away? Do we leave Charlie in the hospital behind? Because that is probably a sure way to survive. 
And hell, you start talking about Shadowrunners, that might be an option. I know how to start with that shit. But. Okay, listen. I ain't gonna begrudge y'all if you run away. It's just, it's, it's crazy. You know, ever since the moment we were all born, and we weren't born coming out of something rich and famous, they controlled us. They, they, they limited the, what we could eat, who we could play with, what education we got. Money was dangled over our heads and, and, and taken away as if it was like some sort of a, a game to them. The rich always controlled us. But we always told ourselves, if we work hard enough, you always do the right thing. You, you fucking do what you're told. You can get up there. You could be the one holding the fucking strings that, that shakes the mouse that gets the cat's attention. But these fucks. They don't want people just being controlled by money. They want us to be controlled by some sort of fucking virus. That's bullshit. Now, I don't know how drunk the fucking author was when they created this fucking fairy tale and put us in charge in the protagonist role. But we're it. Fucking. We're it. A street racer with lingering uh, problems with drugs and alcohol. A mage who, I don't know, knows how to make a bomb um, faster than he knows how to make a potion. <laughs> Cat, wonderful lady. <laughs> Charming and, you know, infectious smile. <laughs> As you would know, Hiyoko. I still look at him confused. I look at him confused. <laughs> And of course, and then there's Lenny, who couldn't pick up a, a woman's signal if it was, you know, I don't know, digitized, scanned, and faxed his way. <laughs> but we are it! So I'm going to have to say I want to at least try to do something, because in a few years, if they figure this fucking shit out, know how to control people, and make it so they have to have miracle juice in order to function, we aren't going to have choices. So, I say for once, no, not for once, once again, we do the right thing, not the profitable thing. From the speaker, uh, Lenny's voice comes, and, listen, I don't know about the rest of you, but I know three things. One, we're going to save Anton because fuck that guy. We're going to save him out of spite. I want him to live a real long life and know that we saved him and he owes whatever else he has in his life left to us i really hope you're awake asshole i know another thing the second thing is that if it wasn't for charlie i'd be dead or i'd be rotting in the same cell he is and third i know the dock wagon could go fuck themselves i didn't need the motivation but now that i know that they're doing even more damage to everyone else i want to see him burn and you know what all three things feel related we can get Charlie out while seeing Doc Wagon burn. You know, I'll take that instead of a race. Let's bring that up to Samira. I'm sure she'll go for it. I was one of those rich pricks a long time ago. And when I lost it all because I was a prick, I still continue to be a prick for a while, as you guys know. But I gotta say, being with all of you, has been some of the realest things I've ever had in my, to do in my entire life. And 
the thought of running away as you guides <laughs> try to save the fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is a fucking fucking made for TV movie. What bullshit is this? <sighs> Let's do it. Probably get killed, but fuck it. Dark Wagon, if we can get in, has a ton of secrets that I want to expose to the world. Wait, look towards Cat. Cat's <laughs> 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 been working for Dark Wagon all along. Cat uh, has not stopped pacing. And when she reaches the wall on her, her next pass about the room, um, she punches it and she puts her fist through it. Like just unambiguously. And she didn't look like she was trying. I look mildly surprised. Cat steps away. She points at the hole. That's what their modified HMVV1A does. Just so you all know. What? I had no idea. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? You have, you, have, you have vampire blood? As of like a couple nights ago, yeah. But I thought you got, we all got tested and they wouldn't have let us work if, if we... You think I let them send it to... No. No. I had my own testing done. Does Hiato know? Is that why you guys are hooking up? Are you guys wait, what? Wait. Lenny said you guys were hooking up. What? What? <laughs> I mean, that's what your that's what your vital stats said. <laughs> when? I mean, when you were holding hands outside the little kids' room. We were what? holding hands. We were I talking. Mean, I figured. Look, I'm not a doctor. I don't know how any of this works. <laughs> I saw a heart rate shoot up. I saw you two together. I did the math. I'm good at math. I told you that I supported your decision, and I get this. Oh my god! I see <laughs> what where the confusion was. was. <laughs> what did you think the fist bump was? For? I was wondering about that. You, all you do is give me a fist bump, but that explain anything. Okay, oh, right, guys, 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 guys. You're infected. Yeah, so um, figure that's some knowledge that you all should have before you decide whether you want me on your little save the world team. It needs a no, the person that did the testing doesn't know exactly how to treat it. The one thought on symptom management is uh, very expensive. And um, apparently, even if all Saints had it. Probably shouldn't trust that it is what it says it is on the label. Symptoms are progressing atypically. Um, that means not the normal way for the non-doctors uh-huh. here. So we don't know what's going to happen next. I pick up a nearby ketchup bowl, a ketchup a squirt thing. Yeah, it's still full and I shake it. And I walk over towards like one of the steel cabinets and I use it as a dry erase marker. <laughs> and I write, you know, goals for fucking dock wagon. One, truth gets out. Two, save Charlie. Three, steal everything you need to survive. I don't know about you guys, but I just got motivation to do this stupid thing. 
I mean, from here in the Matrix, all I've got to say is that, you know, the cameras really do make my neck look really exposed and vulnerable from this angle. But, you know, it's been really exposed before, and so far, you haven't gone for it, Cat. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, as long as that status quo remains, hey, I'm in. I'm in, I say, as I grab some garlic and I sprinkle it on my hands. As I slap my head, my hand against my forehead, go do a full Picard. <laughs> I'm also obviously in. So, go team. Go team Omega. Go team Omega. I flash, I flash our logo and all the. Whatever monitors are in the air. <laughs> Sir, we found them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah on the signs outside, we're Team Omega, right here, right here, Team Omega, whoop, whoop, whoop. And uh, as you all consider the ramifications of your actions, you are left with the question of do you ask for Samira's help? He runs the hospital. But like you said, he's corporate. You only trust him as far as you throw him. But that's becoming farther every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lenny already said, like, you know, he's, he, he very clearly uh, uh, showed that he's more than willing to talk to Samir. So that's where his boat goes. We have a higher chance of success. We have Samira on our side. We're probably going to owe a favor or something. But considering the price of failure, whatever price we pay is nothing. Unfortunately, we don't really got much of a choice. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we can do whatever we can do, but... Uh, actually, there's one person that we could call, actually, that's... I don't know. Ken. Think now about he, it. I don't trust as far as I can throw. I know, but this is all about control, right? That's what uh, Brad was talking about. Charlie believed in Ken. What if Brad controlled Ken? Hmm. Maybe that was why Ken saw always ashamed. Now, I don't know if we should bring Samara in, but Ken? He might have firsthand knowledge. You don't inject yourself with the ghoul virus. When you're looking out for yourself. Charlie asked us all to trust each other. So I say one more time, we trust Charlie. I say we give Ken a call. Get his help. That sounds like a good alternate plan. We'll call that plan A, if everyone else agrees. I absolutely hate it. Which means it's probably a good plan. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right. All right. We'll make this the final scene. As you meet with Ken. Yeah, we call him on that old... I think there was a phone here that worked. There was. There was an old phone that still hooked up. It looked like Samira... Um, Samira had it hooked up, and it's untraceable because it's an actual fucking landline. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we give him a call and tell him where to meet us. Okay. Which I think is here, right? Yeah. Like, why make this more yeah, complicated? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, our, I say, maybe we should move them and we look outside. Oh, the van's on fire again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we can just meet us here. Yep. 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 All right. And within half an hour, Ken uh, uh, arrives on a silent motorcycle. 
Jonathan pulls up and limps with a uh, with a flip out cane uh, to the door and comes in. All right, what's all this about? This cloak and dagger shit, man. I, I had to turn l- on a li- I turn on the flashlight and I I aim the beam through like the little gap from the like the the back of the diner mm-hmm. to the back of the diner with with the kitchen. The pass through, yeah, yeah, the pass through, and he sees Anton just laying there unconscious still, but with like a saline drip in him and stuff like that. But definitely looking worse for wear. You damn caught yourself a big old bass. Well, I do declare that is a hell of a thing. I don't want to say I do declare. Apparently, there's a porn uh, parody of. <laughs> a I, I, I put I, I I shine the light on him. Brad. Brad's alive, huh? What? And I kind of tossed the the flashlight between my hands before keeping it on his face. If you if you want, I can. Uh, you, you get a whisper in your you know in the com link for you. I'm I'm still in the matrix. Like I'm not coming out until, yeah. until the very last second. <laughs> I already made my roll. I know how much it's gonna hurt. Um, <laughs> so uh, you get a whisper like, "Want me to want me to bring up Anton's." Uh, you know, a- a- Anton's statement about Brad. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so play through the like the speaker. yeah. So I said, I mean, I'll play the whole thing, but like I, I bring up on a monitor because yeah, I, of course I was recording mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah. Like when when Anton brought up like you know, Brad is alive and you know. I grab like the it's the virtual menu that's hooked up to the the counter and I turn it around so it it goes from like like a big clown face to the monitoring to like show what he's recorded and he just plays. Motherfucker. All right. Well, shit slag frag. So, uh, they controlled you, didn't they? What's the matter? Did it anyways. What what the fuck do you mean it doesn't matter? If someone puts a fucking chip in my head and makes me do whatever I do, I would take that in a second in order to say that wasn't me. That wasn't not you. They pushed you to do it. And they're, they're looking like they want to push a lot of people into doing it ever since we discovered that fuck up on the prophet of the Lord. What was the name of that feller you were seeing? Nice guy. Enrique. You uh, really went outside of your comfort zone to date him. I do not follow where this is going, but yes. Oh. No. You can regret things you did that you thought were the right thing at the time. Some things you can't weaponize. But maybe you can. Hey, Ken? Yeah? Everyone last one of us is a fuck-up. And Charlie is the only one that threw us a lifeline. Which makes you not just some person who filled in for Charlie. It makes you part of the Omega team. Christ, I was thinking for a second you were going to tell me something good. (laughs) (laughs) We need your help. We think we know where they're keeping Charlie, and I think we... We need to know if we can trust Samara, but... Before we could trust Amara, we needed to know if we could trust you. And uh, I know this sounds crazy, but I think we need to figure out how to get into a dock wagon. That's insane and suicidal and 
in in contrast to countless different corporate and uh, local laws. And I love it. We could get so many supplies if we did. I mean, if if we get enough people, we could have two teams. Get Charlie. Get their stuff. I mean, they might have some of the most expensive shit in the world. And... I doubt that they would throw any legal ramifications if they knew what we could release to the public. Exactly. What are they going to do? Oh, no. They stole our guy that we, that we kidnapped. Yeah, no. And what are they going to say? A private hospital, a, a, a non-profit hospital stole our shit and we couldn't protect it. No, it would be a fucking career suicide. They'd make our nightmare. It'd make our, they'll make our lives painful in other ways, but... Uh, we're not talking about a rescue. This is a raid. Fuck yeah, I'm in. I don't care if I'm an Omega person, whatever. <laughs> By the way, Omega man, why did you always... Anyways. It was a bed. And we're st- you know what? We're not going to get into it. Yeah, once it's confirmed, sort of like the, the, the status of the plan, it's, it's like now everybody seems to be on board with the full-on like burn dock, let the you know, burn dock wagon to the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh the back door opens and in stumbles Lenny just <laughs> holding his head. Yeah, I got one success I needed four. Oh my like, god. Like I've got I've got a migraine for the next six hours. Yeah. That is like asked me at minus two to all rolls. Oh no. Like he's like covering his like oh, you bastards, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> you bastards, I'm in. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. Are you a vampire too? No, no. Just, whoa, whoa, wait, uh, wait. You, what did you hear about that? Wait, what? I can explain. <laughs> I saw you send a watcher spirit, and I and hands there. What? And then I paused. Like, wait, he's a magician? He's always been. A magician. <laughs> Has he always been? He's always been a magic user. Have you known that? Kind of, but oh, yeah. it never comes up because <laughs> he's been behind a desk. Yeah, it's like imagine if Professor X never did psychic <laughs> shit. <laughs> How many people were spying on me? Well, <laughs> I just want you to know, I just and I was very encouraging. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, there it is. Woo. Final scenes for uh for your characters before you meet with Samira, uh, in, in about nine months. Yep, mm-hmm. or, or, or three days. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, final scene for me is fairly simple. Uh, me going to meet my talismonger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, what's the oh yeah the uh, the fucking el- yeah. elf supremacist yeah the elf supremacist uh Falel Tal Hen sounds mm-hmm. a pretentious, pretentious name like I I am going to be in need of a powerful focus hmm, I would imagine so since you've just been surrounded by humans so much unbelievably your stink reeks of them. What is it that you need with your admittedly paltry income that you can afford and that you require? Well, good sir, I know we don't agree on certain viewpoints, but we both agree that sometimes human organizations might get a bit uppity. Mm, Indeed. For instance, this civilization. (laughs) Then how about I tell you I am going to take a 
undertake a mission on one of these uh, pillars of civilizations, at least in the city. Tell me, how many of those annoying telemarketer cars do you get from Dog Wagon? <laughs> oh my God, they keep calling me about my car's insurance policy running mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. I despise it. Why? Well, let me tell you about a raid. All right, <laughs> and we'll cut there. Yep. Anyone uh, else? Yeah, I'll do a quick one with uh, me. Uh, it's uh, the inside of Finn Tucker's house, apartment. Uh, and you see his brother just sitting there looking very confused because he can't remember right. But usually by seven o'clock when, when the big arrow is on the big red spot that his brother taped on the ground, he's supposed to not feel hunger. And his brother has supposed to be putting on a TV show. And his brother always knows what TV show is. Mm-hmm. But it's far past the red dot. He's hungry. And the TV's blue. And that's when the door opens. He looks over confused. And uh, in walks someone familiar to him. Brothers, one of his brother's girlfriends from high school. Uh, Susie uh, Cow. Mm-hmm. And uh, she and several of her big brothers, he assumes, massive brutes of people walk in. And uh, they look like they're just looking around the house, peeking out the windows. And one of the guys says, hey, it's clear. And uh, Susie sits down next to him uh, in her very nice. She's always very nice. Says, hey, Andrew Finn has called me and he asked me to take you on a vacation. And it's been a while since he's been on vacation. He's not been on vacation in a long time. And she's like, but how about we get you some food first? And he nods his head and she grabs him by the arm. And as they all walk out into the hallway, uh, she pulls out a phone and she, or brings up a a frequency. And she says, Hey, uh, Hey dear, I got your brother. Don't you worry about him. You do whatever you do and uh, make sure you be extra stupid for me. And that's it. Okay. Anyone else? Um, it's going to just be a very brief scene of a Katarina going to Roses. Mm-hmm. And you see a Katarina, uh, the, the clinic, and a Katarina goes back to the examination room and gets settled on the table. And Rose is there getting all the, everything together for the blood draw. Um, and, you know, a Katarina's arm has been tied off and the, yeah, um, Rose is sitting there, you know, like tapping her arm to get the vein. So all of Rose's attention is on Ekaterina's arm. And Ekaterina's attention is on the pulse in Rose's neck. Nice. I like it. And uh, last scene. So it's, it's later that same night, or rather very, very close to dawn, probably by that point. Um, and, and Lenny does eventually get home, that small apartment. Uh, it used to be a, a two person apartment, but now it's all his. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's got some dark glasses on, you know, he took, we've got access to all sorts of medicines. So he, he took a few things and then now that migraine only feels like the worst fucking hangover ever. I mean, really the feeling behind this, like imagine if when you disconnected from the matrix, they took uh, a circuit board, you know, those spiky bits on the part, uh, back part of the circuit board and just dragged it across your brain. <laughs> uh, that's, that's kind of what it felt like when he, when you disconnect, it's not great. But you know he's 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 thinking on this as he you know he he comes into his apartment kind of stumbling, and uh, 
walks up, drops off his bags, goes into the bathroom, looks at himself in the mirror, just ugh, turns off the lights in the bathroom, and stumbles off, drops off, you know, takes off his coat and a couple of things, drops him on the bed in the bedroom, goes back out, and goes to the second bedroom. That door to that one is closed, and it's got a little little lock. Not a, not a, not a huge lock, a, a basic lock, and, you know, it's a, puts his fingerprint on it, and the door clicks, clicks open. He goes inside, and Turns on that light. It's a very dim light. And on the walls, there's all sorts of blueprints and maps. And there's there's stock wagon logos. And there's stock wagon, uh, you know, ID cards that he's dumpster dived and, and got. And, and all manner of just, he's been preparing for this day for a long time. And, and Dave, don't worry. Feel free to say all this stuff is outdated. doesn't give me any. He's just been, like, he's been in quietly preparing he's obsessed. for this. He's been obsessed for a very long time. Yeah. He sits down and he, he looks over his little murder room of uh, of, of Intel of Doc Wagon Intel. That's I like it. All right, and uh, I'll do one final. I just want one quick scene with some NPCs. Uh, the top floor, uh, all glass walls of the All Saints Hospital is dark, and the only light is from outside from. Uh, the other buildings from passing drones featuring the latest soft drinks and it casts a pale luminescence that sweeps across the boardroom and it strikes across Samira Shadid's features as she wears her her typical all-black suit standing perfectly still and she looks down at the Omega Men pulling in with her van and looks up at her own reflection and says standard price extra pay depending on the body count or lack thereof and try to make sure they come out alive and from the darkness behind her walks a tall black man with dreads a long black trench coat and a katana. The same man <laughs> who challenged you to a fight in the subway <laughs> to, when you were trying to protect a ghoul. And he says, how many of them need to live? And they cut. And we cut away. And that is Saints of Suffering. Good times. All right, shit. Fucking amazing, amazing job, y'all. Jesus. I always love how oh. you guys roleplay this. Oh. Absolutely adore I, it. I said I didn't even remember my character's name four hours ago. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yo, we, we get, literally had to look up by everybody and like, oh, yeah, we had this yeah, going yeah. on. I'll, I'll say this. Like, I love our prime characters, mm -hmm. but these are, the, these character systems are real people. Yeah. Like, who, like, have to deal with, like, the emotional aspect of, yeah, we're going to have to, oh, fuck, we're going to go to a fucking base? Yeah. Well, what I'm the really, fuck are we real damage people, too. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I love the, you know, for lack of a better term, team building. Yep. Like, y'all have inter, interpersonal connections mm -hmm. that are real. And, yeah, you realize that uh, that, was, that was one of my favorite parts is when Billy said, like, we're it. <laughs> like, I love that moment. Like, we're it. There is no fucking Calvary. Yeah. Like, we are the only ones that can do this. And, uh, yeah, uh, I hope, uh, hope y'all enjoy that. I hope I didn't focus too much on Angela's characters, uh, but no, no, burgeoning no. vampirism, no, no, but also hope that, um, you know, it adds uh, a level of uh, interest uh, 
uh, to the game for you, Ange, uh, and for the rest of you. Uh, let me know. I can have her bite you, and you can have the same kind of fun. <laughs> you know um, what? I'm good. <laughs> yep. And I had a lot of fun writing out that diagnosis because I was thinking about it. It's like, well, if it's if it is tailored, then theoretically it will weaken with every iteration of person who catches it, but also mutate. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, this has been the plot since the first game nice. that wow. someone was weaponizing mental and physical diseases. And that is why everyone on the ship had alien hand syndrome and body dysmorphic disorder because Brad had figured out how to make it aerosoled and weaponized. Fucking Brad. But Fuck yeah. Brad. apparently for some reason that specific whiskey exactly. neutralized it. Exactly. There is, there was a, because uh, like Jesus' character said, so your next fucking idea was to escalate it to vampirism. <laughs> yeah. Brad didn't see a problem with that. And when there was a hitch, didn't see it coming. You move science too fast, you know, and you get too full of your own bullshit. He didn't see he he didn't see it coming. Does that mean that the whiskey could cure your vampirism? I'd be okay with that cure. <laughs> I will test it. How about that? I volunteer to test that for as long as as many shots as it takes. I'm assuming the brand of whiskey is like near impossible to get. It is like Vatican whiskey. It, is, it was like the Pope was drinking it. It was yeah. his specific brand and it's like blessed by him and shit. Yeah. And also it was uh, you had figured out it was the specific wood of the cask that it oh, right. aged in. Yeah, yeah. It right. was like a million and one chance. And not to mention that again that like the version of the virus that you got is already a step mutated. So yeah, yeah. no guarantee that that it, you know the, the the whiskey would have affected your variation. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, one of my favorite things about coming up with that, though, is like, oh, well, you just open the book and find out what's going to happen to her. It's like, but, but if it's a mutation, then like, what if we just have a wheel of symptoms? Mm-hmm. And like, some days you're super strong and some days you can hear across the city. And mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, what do we want uh, for a question for our listeners? What's the name of the diner that we've gone to twice already? Ooh, I like it. In the, in the Baron. And the Barons. Yep. Yep. And it can't be, it can't be sloppy plop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies, gentlemen, everyone, thank you very much for listening to another edition of Saints of Suffering. I am Dave, and uh, thank you very much for Billy, Jesus, Angela, and Daniel for joining me. And uh, as always, uh, look over your shoulder, shoot straight, and never make a deal with a dragon, even the little one on your shoulder. Aww. Good night. Aww. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Fandible, where our heroes learned that true friends are never really gone. They're just being held captive by multinational megacorporations, hell-bent on world domination. If you liked this, then head on over to Fandible.com. We've done a lot of games, and I'm sure there's something there you'll like. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Discord. If you find a few Nuyen burning a hole in your pocket, then go to Patreon forward slash Fandible and become a member. You get special releases and access to special Discord chats, and we get to keep the lights on. Finally, please give us a rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It's super helpful to us, and we really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.